So the big question is this, how do growth minded men like us who don't have hours to spend working out every day, but who still want to look like Greek gods, how do we eat and live in a way that lets us experience a state of apex health and yet still enjoy our lives? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Thomas Lancer, and welcome to Apex Health. What's up, guys? So I wanted to tell you a story today um, about a time when I went to my local farmer, my local farm, and a story that he told me that completely uh, revolutionized everything I thought I knew about nutrition, like my understanding and everything. So um, my, my local farmer, I went out and I visited his farm. And while we were out there um, walking around on the farm, he was showing me the, the cows there, the chickens, the pigs and everything. And he shared with me his story and how he even got into all this stuff in the first place. So my farmer, his name's Dennis, and he really wanted to be super healthy because uh, he was getting married and he's going to have kids and he wanted to um, have healthy kids and wanted to be able to be around uh, for them for a really long time. And so he tried a bunch of different diets and a bunch of different things. And he actually ended up going vegetarian for about a year and a half or two years. And his teeth actually started to fall out and he started to have terrible, terrible cavities and dental problems. So he went on this journey and um, he started searching and calling different organizations and dental organizations and nutritional people until um, someone actually told him to read this book. And this book um, was written by this guy named Weston A. Price. Now, this book um, is pretty special. And in fact, I think it may be one of the most important books written on nutrition uh, in the past 200 years. So this guy, Weston A. Price, he was a dentist back in the 1930s. And in the 1930s, he saw all this tooth decay and all these cavities all around him and all these people having terrible cavities and having to get braces. And he thought, this is really weird because if we were to have these cavities 2,000 years ago, if everyone would have had these cavities and their teeth falling out and these infections, there's no way we could have survived this long as a human race. And um, he was like, this is weird. Like, why, why is this happening? And he actually saw on the cover of National Geographic, there was a picture of a person living in their indigenous culture, uh, living on their native diet, and they're smiling. And they had this super wide, perfect, beautiful smile. Their teeth were white and pristine. They had no cavities. They had no teeth missing. They had a broad face. And he thought, what are they doing differently than us? Because all around him were all these people with crooked teeth and crooked faces, getting all these cavities and all these diseases. And so he said, I'm going to figure this out. And he went on this journey. And he actually spent the next 10 years of his life taking the summers with his wife and traveling around the world to visit these indigenous populations and to see what were they doing differently than us? How are they eating? How are they living? And he discovered um, in this book, and this is what Dennis discovered as well, that these native cultures and these indigenous populations, they favored and they prized animal foods above all else. And in fact, most of their diets were actually animal foods. And most of these people and these civilizations didn't really eat a lot of plants. And I doubt many of them or even any of them at all were eating salads or green smoothies. And so Dennis read this book and he said, this is amazing. Like all these animal, all these native populations, they're eating all these animal foods. And um, in the book, the Dr. Weston A. Price recommended consuming butter and cod liver oil because they have a ton of these fat soluble vitamins that our body really needs, especially 
for healing our teeth and making sure that we have really strong, really great health. And so Dennis read this and he's like, this is amazing. And he went out and he got a bunch of butter and cod liver oil and he started eating a ton of this stuff every day. And within 60 days, he had reversed his cavities and he went to the dentist and the dentist said, I have never seen something like this happen before. And the dentist was absolutely astonished because he had gone from someone who was almost having his teeth falling out to reversing all of his cavities. And all of a sudden he had a new lease on life. And not only had he reversed his cavities, which was awesome, but now he was healthy. And now he, could, he wouldn't have to worry about the health of his children. He knew that he was giving himself and his body everything that he needed so that his kids were going to grow up healthy. They're going to grow healthy. They're going to come out of the womb being healthy, strong, vital kids and not nutrient or not deficient in all the nutrients that we needed. Um, and so the tactic and kind of the thing to pull away from this is the animal foods are absolutely essential. You know, in this modern era, in this modern day, well, we move like more and more towards plant-based. And I fell for that trap. I fell for that trap too. I remember watching Game Changers, uh, the documentary on Netflix about the vegan diet. And I watched it and I was like, I need to go vegan. Because I watched it and in that time of my life, um, I was a competitive student athlete and I just wanted to know what was the best diet and like, how can I max my, my performance? And so I saw this documentary and it showed all these athletes going vegan and it's supposedly like having all these health transformations and improved performance. And I thought, this is what I need to do. And I actually ended up going vegan for about three days and uh, my skin got worse. I felt worse. And so I stopped doing that. But there's all this, like all celebrities and athletes, and a lot of people are advocating for veganism. And they're shunning these animal foods and they're saying the animal foods are the problem that the steak and the fat and the meat and the dairy, like all these things are the problem. When really when we take these things out of our diet, we're robbing ourselves and we're robbing our bodies of the most essential nutrients and uh, nutrient dense foods on the planet. And um, it's really important to understand that these foods are the most nutritious foods on the planet. You know, I used to think that vegetables were really, really important because they held all of the nutrients and the vitamins and minerals and everything we needed, right? And um, it actually wasn't until I saw this graphic one time and it, it compared like a bowl of kale versus some steak or some liver and it showed the nutrient breakdown and you see the kale and it has some nutrients, has some different vitamins and calcium and things like that. And then you look at the, the steak and the steak has like this full panel of a ton of vitamins, of B vitamins, of different amino acids and everything that our body needs. And I thought, wow, like. There's actually not a lot of vitamins and nutrients in these vegetables, which for years and years, I was eating all these vegetables, trying to get more nutrients into my diet, but I never stopped and asked myself, like, how many nutrients and vitamins are actually in these vegetables? I never checked. I never checked, like, the uh, the nutrient profile of these things. I just assumed that the vegetables were the superfoods, that these things were the superfoods, and I was eating all these things like goji berries and cacao nibs and all these different powders that were super expensive. And... Because I was eating them because they were superfoods, supposedly, but I never took, uh, stopped and took a look at like what actually is in these foods and compared them to these animal foods. And um, so day to day, like what does that look like in our life? How do we apply this? Um, including foods in our diet and making our the center of our diet foods like meat. Uh, meat is really the center of my diet. And that doesn't mean to eat exclusively meat. There are things in plants that I believe we need. But having meat be the center of our diet, because thousands of years, um, we've always prized meat. You think about it, how do they celebrate um, 
500 years ago, even a couple hundred years ago, a couple hundred years ago, how do they celebrate uh, people coming home from battle or from war? They'd always put on a huge feast for them. You think about it in the Bible, the story of the prodigal son who leaves his father and then comes back um, later after he spent his inheritance. And he comes back to his father and the father puts on a huge feast for him. And you know what he says when he puts on that feast? He doesn't say go and get the, the goji berries and the kale and the shakes. He says go and slaughter this animal they've been fattening up and slaughter them and cook it up and feast on it because they feasted on meat. And that was their, their core essential thing, meat and fatty meat. And um, then also including foods like raw dairy products because for thousands of years, these dairy products have been superfoods and have been prized and cherished um, our entire our entire lifespan. In fact, um, even in the Bible, um, there's a verse where it says God talks about the land flowing with milk and honey. And multiple times throughout the Bible, it's referenced of like talking about how you have enough milk to feed your family and feed, um, take care of your family. And so these foods, these foods were prized and um, these foods were delicious and they were super nourishing to our bodies. And then finally having organs in our diet because nowadays we go to the, the store or whatever and we go to the meat section and we see the T-bones and the ribeyes and all the different steaks. Um, but what we don't see is half of the other animal. So the actual muscle meat only makes up about half of the animal. The other half is a bunch of fat and organs. And in fact, these organs are actually the most nutrient-dense and nutritious um, foods that exist in the entire entire planet, entire world. Um, when you look at it in the wild, when a lion goes out and goes on a hunt, say it hasn't eaten for a couple of days, and it's going to hunt down a, a gazelle or antelope or something like that. When it goes and it hunts down this thing, it works really hard and it finally kills it and it's there ready to eat. Um, what do you think like the first thing is that it goes to eat, right? Is it the ribeyes and the T-bones and the sirloins? Well, actually, the first thing that goes and eats is the organs of the animal. And that's the first thing that it goes to eat. And it goes and devours all the organs. Then if it's still uh, is hungry, then it goes and eats the meat and everything like that. Um, but even in the wild, we see when these predator animals go out and hunt and they kill the animal, they always eat the organs first because they know that those are the most important and nutrient-dense foods. And without those, actually, uh, when lions were first brought into zoos and they're just feeding them like steaks and T-bones and ribeyes, you know, uh, they're just giving these lions this food, they actually became infertile. They stopped being able to reproduce. And it wasn't until they put organs back into their diet that they were able to reproduce again and actually be in a state of great health. And so including all those foods are super important for our diet. Now, um, this isn't this is like a thing that works for one person. It wasn't just Dennis. In fact, Dennis has seven kids now and all seven of those kids, no kids, none of his kids have had cavities, none of them. In fact, they actually even haven't had to go to the doctor for being sick. None of them have had have had, had braces. And um, it's because they're eating in this way, including these nutrient-dense animal foods in their diet. And um, thousands of other people have experienced the results of transforming their health by including these things like organs and meat and uh, raw dairy products into their diet. So for you, um, how can you apply this now is like, the easiest and most simple way to do that is including a little bit of organs in your diet. Now, definitely, it's kind of weird when you're starting out in the beginning, uh, putting that in there, but even doing things like um, liver capsules or liver pills or something like that. Like, there's These are supplements that include organs in them, so you don't have to eat them, and um, you can actually just take them like pills. And so um, that's what I have for you guys today, and thank you for listening. I appreciate you taking the time. 
and coming to spend the time here with me and listening to this because I know your time is valuable. And um, if you resonate with this message, if you really enjoyed it and you um, got value out of it, then share it with someone who needs it because really this is how we spread the message of an animal-based diet. And this is how we spread the message of um, how we really actually reclaim our true health is by impacting others and helping them reclaim their true health as well. So thank you guys. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. As I went on this journey, I found a lot of really cool things and I built out a resource directory. If you want, you can get access to all the resources that I've used on this journey. And it's a free resource for you. Just go to resources.apexhealthsecrets.com to get access to everything I've ever used that's helped me along my journey. Again, that's resources.apexhealthsecrets.com. And you can go to that link right now to get access to all these free resources.